Welcome to Season 4, Episode 19 of Coog Talk with Suture and Hawk. Uh, today's episode, we talked about the Oregon State game, of course. We kind of rambled on all over the board on that one, but we also went into some stuff about the Apple Cup, of course, and uh, tried to convince ourselves of how we can win and what we think is going to happen, and uh, kind of went from there. So sit back, relax, enjoy. And we are back to another bowl game, right, Sutra? Yeah, man. You there? Bowl- <laughs> bowling, baby. Bowling. Bowling. It's like taking the helmet and bowling it down the field like they were pretending to do after the game. They were, that was you, fantastic. That's bowling, man. That's, like, that's, the, that's, the, that's the equivalent of, of the mighty 6-10 pin split and picking <laughs> that stuff up, man. That's right. bowling, baby. You just like throwing it right down, like it's a, it maybe even goes in the gutter. It goes in the gutter, maybe comes out of the gutter, hits the six pin, ricochets with a straight across <laughs> to the, the referee, <laughs> and then it just goes right across the lane, knocks out the ten pin, scoreboard. We're bowling. If I knew anything about bowling, I might understand what you just said, but meet you at Zeppos. <laughs> well, they got bowling there or something. <laughs> Yeah, bowling and video games. I think I was playing bowling video golf. games. Yeah, because you know the the you know at least you know three members of our listening audience of of, of four probably doesn't remember the the great days of uh, Ernie Stenkel and uh, and ABC's Wide World of Sports, where like you would like watch that stuff like on Saturday and Sunday because there was nothing on, there was no cable, right. and just you know Earl Anthony and you know Earl Mark Anthony. Roth, Marshall Holman. <laughs> Such the great Budweiser in one hand, bowling in the other. The great cigarettes, cigarettes, mustaches, beer belly. The the legends of the lane, as it were. Yeah, (laughs) so awesome, awesome, so awesome. So, how you doing? Hanging so tough. I mean, drinking. I'm drinking. I'm drinking the tea. This is this is podcast after dark, man. It's like it's podcast after dark. It's it's like nine thirty on a school night, and man, it's like. (laughs) Does your mom know? <laughs> no, what about mom? Like, like huddled up in the closet because <laughs> you live in a basement. It's with your mom, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, that's what everyone assumes anyway. So yeah, might totally. as well just confirm it. Abs- yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> been, been in the bathroom in slippers all day. It's all right. good. Five hours of Madden under wraps. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're in your cover two uh, beaters, your slants, and you know finding oh, the yeah. holes. Yeah. Oh totally. yeah. Oh yeah. So, so what did you do for the game? Um. I was with a, a buddy came in from out of town. Um, the rumor has it that, that, I, that I'm turning the, the big 5-0 on Wednesday. That's just a rumor. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so well, you're, at, you're nearing midfield. You're not in field goal range. No, I'm not. You probably, you probably have to go for it on fourth down. Though. Oh, you <laughs> totally have to go for yeah. it on fourth down. There's Don't punt. Yet. Never no, punt. Never <laughs> punt. Never punt. Never punt. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we were down in Birmingham actually for the, for the start of the game. And, uh, so I, we, we came back here and picked it up at halftime and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just like, um, topsy turvy game off with oh, came Jesus. back and watched a little bit of the replay. I mean, it definitely was not the, the way that, that things, you know, you wanted things to go to begin with. And, um, boy, it just felt like it was just, it was like, you know, Gordo's, you know, those first couple picks, it was like, is this going to be like a repeat of, you know, Brink's nightmare? And it, it yeah. just kind of felt like it was just, you know, Jefferson and 
what's his face had, you know, like 110 yards after like the first six carries or whatever. And it was just like, oh, Artavius Pierce. He's, he's yeah. as much a nightmare as Jefferson is. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really do. You know, Leach was talking about it after, after the game and they, they, they've got skills. Did I tell you that? I, yeah, I, you I, did. I I've yeah, been you on did. them for, see, the only thing though, is I've been watching them very closely for the last few weeks, just being worried about this game. But then I watched them, score seven points against Washington. And I'm like, this is what I'm afraid of. Yeah. And I kind of socked it away. And then I watched that. They, 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 they really moved the ball and looked really good against ASU. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here they come. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And, what, and what's the deal? Let's just anecdotally, let's get to like yeah. the fringe stuff. that doesn't matter first. Yeah. What's the deal with this like new what's found. <laughs> what's what's the deal with uh, with this newfound trend of like everybody decided that they're that they're going to like be an all pro receiver when it is that they play us? I mean, I in the last couple of weeks, the the catches that have been made by opposing Tremendous. teams are just like, are you kidding me? Tremendous, yeah. Well, and every quarterback is suddenly thrown. I mean, I think the the minimum is four hundred yards and five touchdowns. I mean, that's like that's like a two point GPA. You know, yeah. I mean, everybody's lighting it up so yeah. but no you're right i mean that we've run into some really talented guys lately uh i guess <laughs> yeah and just making yeah. amazing plays i mean yeah hodgkin's one-hander i mean i think that he had 64 like 50 yards receiving all night 65 um, five 65, balls 65 and, yeah. and, and one of them came on that one one-hander i Beautiful. mean it was like unbelievable yeah. Yeah. they had other guys stepping up too and they yeah. used a tight end a little bit he had that my God, he had that. That did you see that touchdown catch he had? There's yeah. four guys on him. Yeah, he still high pointed it. High pointed you know it and just, just kind of you know bulldozed his way falling backwards. I mean, that's the thing about that position. It's like you know you get a guy like that, and it's just like it's it's so hard to match up with them. It's just what's so crazy hard. though. That was his only catch of the game. And yeah. who do they go to on fourth down? Him fourth and he and dropped four. it. And he yeah. dropped it. Well, a little. It was high. I mean, uh, I, yeah, it was it was very high. I mean, yeah, he got his fingers on it, but that was. He sailed that a little bit. If he, he brings that ball down a little bit. It's caught. Yeah, I he think. did. He did sell. He got. He got pressured too. And, we're talking and about the fourth and four. We're talking about the fourth yeah. and four. Yeah. yeah. But you know, if you're a Beaver fan, you know, you're like, you're coming Sick. away with that saying, you gotta catch that gotta ball. Catch you that have ball. to catch that ball. Well, here's the thing, fourth and four. Yeah. And they're up. I I don't fault them for going for it because of the way. Oh my god, we I were do. moving the ball. Oh my God, I do. Okay, but say say you punt it and maybe you, you kick it in the end zone. They only gain like twenty yards of field position. Yeah, that twenty yards what would have been two seconds that we didn't have at the end of the game. Possibly, but remember we also clocked it twice, so we we like gave up downs here and there too. It, Which you know, it, there's it, an it, analytics it, it, crowd that says what, never clock. Have you heard that too? There's like an analytics that says never clock it now. Like that's well, I mean, the, I don't the, even know. Well, there was there was one uh, time that Gordon clocked it that I thought was pretty unnecessary and and yeah. put us in the third and ten. That was like the one that preceded the the Tay Martin, um, you know, fourteen yard or whatever completion that that moved the chains that, that kept things on fourth going. and eight. I yeah. had my fingers over my eyes. I I, I couldn't watch. I, <laughs> I, like, I catch it. you know, they, they get ready to be, you know, to line up as if they're going to go for it before it is that they call that timeout. They call the timeout. And I look at my, uh, at, at oh, my you're talking buddy. about the beeves. I'm talking about the beeves. Yeah. I, I, I look, I look at my buddy and I said, the only way that we can win this game is if Smith decides he's not going to punt. 
He's he's a gambling. If if, if, throw if, it they, all if they if they, if they punt this ball, this game is over because we're not going to have enough time. They're they're they, you know they were getting decent enough pressure at the same time while they were you know dropping guys into coverage that they were going to keep that game in front of them and they and and we didn't have any timeouts. You have to kick it. I thought they were going to they were going to do the the classic you know Jake Browning. Like squib, little, little, quick kick. little quick kick, yeah, because we had nobody. We had nobody 15 back. Yards off, or fifteen seconds and off the clock, maybe a pin them deep. Yeah. Pin them deep, you know, take ten or fifteen seconds off, and then just roll that sucker down to like the fifteen yard line because there's not going to be anybody there. It was, no, but I it, get it. You're going for the win. You're going for bowl eligibility, and you've got a really good offense that put up over six hundred yards. The only way that you're going to lose that game is if you give us the ball in the forty-five yard line. Well, the call, I, I don't. Fault what I was trying to say, and I don't fault going for it. I fault the call. What are you throwing a twenty-yard seam route to your tight end, who's covered? You've got these running backs are fantastic. Oh yeah, can't you do like a five-yard curl route or something? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the difference between running and passing isn't necessarily material because if you don't get it, the clock automatically stops. You know, on no, but that. I mean, why are you going? Why are you throwing it twenty-five yards on the field on fourth and four? Why are you even going? I mean, again, you, no, you can't. You, you can't. You can't go for it there. The only would Leach thing, have gone for it? Uh, would Leach have gone for it? No, <laughs> no. Are you sure? With our, with our, with our defense, with one minute left? Did you hear what Leach said after the game? What? He totally got why I went for it. He's like, yeah, they get it. The game's over. So, yeah. I mean, he didn't fall, he didn't fall in the Well, line. yeah, I, I guess. But, but again, if you, if you look at it, it's not a situation where it is that they have two, you know, that we had two timeouts. You know, I mean, it was, we had no timeouts. I know. And, and the, only, the only way that we're going to score with one minute left is if you spot us field position. And, and, and that's it. And so that's what they did. And God bless them for it because then we score with, uh, with one second left. And if he and, catches and the ball, you, everyone's like, add, Oh, what a ballsy call, you know? Yeah. It's hindsight. Well, I, I, I guess I, they so, averaged 8.2 yards per play. They only needed half of that. <laughs> it's fourth and four. It's not like it's fourth and eight. No, I, I don't know. You, you, yeah, well, I, I would go for it. I just wouldn't have run that play. I would have, I would have figured something else out. You have to, but thank you, God they didn't make it. You, ha- you have to. Great that field ball. position too. After they didn't make it, great yeah. field position. Yeah, I mean, it's it was it was the way to be able to keep it alive. Then at that point in time, it was like, all right, well now you know, I, I wasn't. I wouldn't say that I was saying to myself that like, well, we're gonna win it now, but it was definitely like. Oh, All we right. had over a minute left in the on the forty four, whatever the yard. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and with the way the college rules, the clock stops with the, with the first down. I mean, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, was that a, was a beautiful all drive. All teed up. Yeah, all teed up. And um, yeah, what what an incredible, um, what an incredible last drive. I mean, there were so many amazing plays that happened during that drive, and you know, Arcanado, Tay Martin. Um, yeah. And Aesop Winston's catch. Oh my God. And it wasn't, I mean, we can get into the ridiculous about how in the hell that wasn't targeting because it totally was targeting, but the catch itself was unbelievable. Oh, he got lit up. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't believe he held on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, amazing. And, you know, if that isn't targeting, isn't that like a personal foul? I mean, I, I don't know what they would have, I guess that is either targeting or nothing in that situation. I don't but, know. Yeah, I, I don't I know mean, why you reverse it, but 
Well, it worked out yeah. to our, it, you know, it worked out to our advantage in, in a lot of ways because of the fact that, you know, it put us on the 10 instead of the five. And so it created, you know, created so much more space. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, which of course, you know, get the and there was PI the on Arcanado. I they, they, they actually, the game in 60 was on like about an hour ago. So I, I had it okay. on the background while I was working. And that was PI in Arcanado. I heard a lot of thieves were like, oh, it's, you know, it's playing the ball. But you see the other arm is wrapped around his shoulder as he was, goes for the ball. That's yeah, PI. It was PI. You have to call that. Yeah. You can't let that go. Yeah. Clearly PI. So, but we finally got a freaking call. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, these refs. I mean, it's just, yeah. But anyway. And then they penalized Renard Bell over the 15-yard flip after the game. Which is so, you know, it's so classic that, you know, the, <laughs> the classic example of the college kid that, like, doesn't remember oh, yeah. in, in the moment that, 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 it's a, that it's a dead play on on an extra point. But that was the, you know, that was another thing for me is, like, as soon as, you know, classic example of, of you know, guy getting old is as soon as we scored the touchdown, I just start going ballistic about – you can't. Yeah, you you can't run the extra point. You no, can't. you have to. You can't yeah. run the extra point. You can't. And, and they glad, weren't going to. And I'm no. glad that Leach heard me through the through the television. <laughs> oh, he totally did. Like, yeah, right on the headset. Yeah, that's who he's yeah. talking to. You, <laughs> me. <laughs> well, what do you think, Sutra? Whoever you are, go you... for two. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, amazing. And then, of course, I mean. Was there was there any moment in yes. the uh, in in the in the at the end where they're yes. flicking the ball around? Yeah, three times like, I was like, oh, shit. oh, shit. yeah, totally. <laughs> that had a lot better chance. I mean, they played it perfectly. They really did. But they were that was really they were really moving that ball around. Yeah, like, they really oh my were. God. I know. You just get a couple of guys slip or get blocked, and yeah. it's like, oh shit. Yeah. But it was a twenty yard <laughs> loss. It turned out to be a twenty yard loss, but it felt like yeah, that was crazy. So, but man, good on, good on them for finding a way. And it was, you know, 600 yards again and just everybody had a career day and all that stuff, but they still found a way at the end to, to close it out. You know, we've been on the wrong end of this for three times. Yeah. It was so remarkable to have watched a football game where it is that both teams had, you know, seemingly insurmountable double-digit leads that they were able to choke in the final quarter. I mean, it's really remarkable. Well, what's crazy, and I had forgotten about this, but as I was watching the replay tonight, on the last drive, I think it was right around midfield, Gordon nearly threw a pick. Yeah. Like, the guy, the linebacker just just hit him right in the hands. He dropped it. So it almost almost was another heartbreak that would have been his fourth interception. Yeah. Jeez. But, man, those beeves. They're, they're, they're a pesky bunch, you know? Yeah. And you know they what? They're, they're either going to get absolutely drilled this weekend with a very angry Oregon team or they're going to be, or, or, or they're going to beat Oregon. I mean, that's, that's my view. I, I, I think I, they are, they are pesky. They are dangerous. And uh, I think they're going to cause the, the uh, they're going to pose a lot of problems for the ducks. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty good offense. It is. It, yeah. There's a lot they can do to you. Yeah. It's not, they're not a one trick pony. I mean, and their offensive line is really good too. I mean, that's a, that's a good team. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a, you know, third or fourth in the North legit. I mean, they're, they're good. So yeah, um, they, they, they deserve to, they deserve to go bowling. I, I, I would I, love to I, see I, that. I really, would. I really, I mean, it yeah. certainly is going to, you know, mess everybody's, uh, you know, 
uh, bull pecking order up if um, if uh, if Oregon loses that game. But um, but we'll see. I mean, may- maybe at this point in time, Oregon's bound for the for the Alamo anyway as a three loss team. But we'll you know we'll see. So you know what's crazy is you know how many teams are over five hundred in the conference in conference play? Like three. Three. Yeah. Oregon, Utah, and USC. Yeah. Beavs are four and four. US, UCLA is four and four. And everybody else is either three and five or two and six. Crazy. Yeah. The Washington thing, especially, and we'll get to them, obviously, but how is that a six and five football team? I can't believe it. Uh, it and is, three and five. Yeah. It, it, is, it is easily the worst coaching job in the country, is, is, is what it is that Peterson and Lake have done this year. They are the most grotesquely underperforming team of anywhere in the country. There's no group that is more disappointing than the infidels. I mean, well, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. I wouldn't have agreed with you until this last game, because I, I think they're, they're lo- I mean, the Cal game was the Cal game. They lost in the last few moments for the Oregon and the, well, and they hung with Utah for a while uh, they just lost to better teams. I mean, those are the power teams in the conference this year. They lost to both of them. But that that was a dog of a game, so to speak, that they laid down. They they were they were atrocious in that first half. It's like every reaction's been as the worst half that maybe Peterson has coached at Washington. It was well, and then at the end, you know, they've got they've got Colorado they pin back third and sixteen from like the seven yard line, and then they give up. You know the the 30 yard pass play downfield or whatever else on Montez, you know, kind of goes off on a, on like two out of three plays. But then after that, they just got run over. And, yeah. and, and that's, you know, that's been, uh, that's, been the, that's been the reoccurrent theme in all of their losses, especially late in the fourth quarter. And, um, and that's going to be, you know, we'll get to the, to, to the applica thing here in a little bit, but you know, that's, that's going to be a big thing because, because teams have shown this year that if you stick with it, you can run over Washington in the fourth quarter. And Colorado did. They did. Yep. There's no doubt about it. And yep. Washington looked tired, too. They did. I was peeking in on the end of that game. But, yeah. So brilliant. I, I, they, that is this, like we talked about a few weeks ago. What's more surprising, Washington State at 6-6 six and six or Washington? I mean, or, or what? Did, or what was the the comparison you made? Would it be more surprising if we made a bowl game? Or no, no, just no. I was I, no, I was I was like, you know, that, what's more surprising if you would have said that you know that we were a six loss team or they were like a five loss team? And oh, right. like shocking you know, that they would be, yeah, shocking that they would be. And I remember I are. said that was this episode where I said, you know, it's plausible that they could be a six loss team. And oh, you know, it is. You're right. And, you know. Well, I didn't see them losing to Colorado. I, that's, I, after what I've seen of Colorado, I just, I, I didn't, uh, yeah, I did not see that coming at it, all. Yeah. And even just, they didn't, <laughs> clearly, they, yeah. they failed to get off the bus for a half. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, so I, I get the, you know, the Beavs, though, again, back to them, and then we'll, I, I give them a real fighting chance, though. I mean, they, this, this wasn't a one-off type performance i mean they struck they only scored they only scored seven points against washington which i still can't believe um but you know i guess i, I they got a punch his chance against the ducks and who knows where oregon's head is right now um well they got to prepare for a conference championship game in another week 
You know, the one so, thing that we've seen from the Ducks in the past is that they're not a resilient group after taking an L. And and the thing that you don't know is um, is whether or not, you know, these kids, you know, were in college football playoff or bust mode or whether or not, you know, their their eye the entire time was let's win a conference championship and anything else that we get is gravy. Right. Um, and you just don't know where that is or where their heads are at with that. And um, so I think that, you know, they're going to come out and they're going to be a really angry football team. And it's going to be one of those things where it is that if the beefs can just hang in there um, and not leave that defense on the field for a long time and you know sustain some drives and, you know, allow their defense to, to remain, you know, reasonably fresh so that they can, you know, get themselves into one of those, those shootouts. Right. Um, then, uh, then I think psychologically, um, it, it, the game really may tilt in their favor. It's it's gonna, it's going to be really interesting. And and again, you know, it could be that that with that loss now that the Pac-12 is destined to uh, to only have you know one team in, in the in the BCS thing, unless of course um, or New Year Six, yeah, New Year Six, uh, unless yeah. of course Utah makes the playoff, which at this point in time uh, I would say that they should be in the playoff. So um, so we'll see. It's going to be hard though because they're they're bagging that big win is now. I mean, you're going to get a, probably a 15th ranked Oregon instead of a seventh ranked Oregon or whatever they would have been. So it does it does hurt them. Uh, it hurts the chance to to polish that resume. Yeah, but and, you know Alabama's not going to have a win over anybody except for except for you know Auburn obviously if if, if they win. The big thing for the Pac-12 is that is that Georgia has to lose to LSU. I mean, that's, that's the big deal. And, yeah. you know, the, the upside of Georgia beating LSU is that I think, you know, assuming that, that Oklahoma wins, <clears throat> assuming that Utah wins, at that point in time, I think that we see the end of the, of the 14 playoff. I, I think that would, that would absolutely break the bank. So in your mind, though, I mean, well, what's, what's Utah's best win? Well, Utah's best win is is going to be at Washington, and then it would be Oregon in the in the Pac-12 championship game, and and we'll see. Not about... in rankings, though. I mean, Oregon is the only ranked team they'll have beaten. Right. It's all said and done. I mean, they beat BYU, but who who else is ranked on their schedule? Uh, USC. The, they lost the USC, to. which who they lost to. You know, obviously yeah. because of you know injuries and whatever else. But and USC is just you know, I mean. They're they're starting to kind of figure it out, and and that's immensely the, talented. Seven you know, that's, two. Yeah, I mean that's the you know the the burden with a team like that is that you, know, you have a new system and you have a team that gets all banged up like they did, and then you know you have these you know inconsistent at best performances, you know against for example a, a you know a good but not a great Notre Dame team where they lose by they played they played them tight in South Bend, but they still lost by ten points. And then nationally, the perspective, the perception is that well, USC isn't really good. When in actuality, on any given day, USC can kind of play with anybody. They're not the five and seven USC from last year either. No, no. So they, that's not a terrible loss when it's all shakes out. It's an and, Ford football team. It's and you know bad. what? I mean, if 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 at uh, USC, if something crazy happens and Colorado pulls the upset, doesn't USC play in the Pac-12 championship game? Uh, yeah, because they'd both yeah. be seven and two, and USC yeah. beat Utah head to head. So absolutely, yeah. so yeah. they're still alive in that whole thing, which would be crazy. But Colorado, I don't think Colorado's going to have a first down against Utah, let alone win. <laughs> Utah's been doing Utah. It, that, that's the deal, and that's why it is that I feel like 
um, you know, the, the litmus test for making the playoff has to be, do you have a, a puncher's chance of being able to slow down any of the three offenses of Clemson, LSU, and Ohio State? If you can't stop them, you can't win. And, um, and I think so, Utah right now could play with anybody. I think on that Utah, defense. I, I mean, I think it would be, I think Utah, Ohio State would be a fascinating game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, a lot like I, Michigan. Yeah. They, we'll see if they can, if they can keep it together. I think they're legit. Um, and we've been, we've been, you know, talking up Utah all year. But Since I, August. Yeah. yeah. But I think they are, they are legit. And, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes, you know, the preseason, Hype magazines are are wrong, and sometimes they're they're spot on. And and all the preseason hype about Utah's defensive line being high among the best in the country. A lot of people saying that that it was the best in the country. Well, they're they're kind of kind of right. Absolutely, so, and it's more than just the D line too. I mean, those they they run and hit everywhere. They're um they're only giving up ten point nine points per game. That's just amazing. It's amazing. Fifty five yards rushing a game. That just seems like a misprint. It's like half of what second place is. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. They're, they're, they're tremendous. But, it's, you know, Washington gave them the most, scored the most points of anybody on 28. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, th- and I think that we would have moved the ball on them in, in a, in a very different way had, uh, had we obviously played in different conditions and had we had uh, Arcanado and, and, you know, and to that point, um, you know, it is absolutely remarkable um, I mean, forget about like the leadership that, that he showed on, on, you know, not only the last drive, but, but the last two scoring drives. But the fact that we're sitting here going into the 12th game of the year and Gordo is 80 yards shy of 5,000. And a real chance at 50 touchdowns. Was he uh, like 46? 46, 46 you know, 45. And, now, and now, you know, all but, you know, health permitting knock on every piece of wood that you can yeah. find, you know, that, that he's got, he's got a legit chance. He's got a legit shot at 5,700 yards for the, for the, for the season. When you include the bowl game, I mean, it, it's it, it, it it's is top five yards I mean, ever. I, yeah. So it's amazing. It, I mean, it, it is, it is really, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those years where it's just been, you know, um, it, it, it's 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 an historic year, and um, and it, you know it's it's been such a funky year that it's easy to lose sight of the fact that it's just like that he has absolutely torn it up. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Yeah, it's it's uh, also what the fourth quarterback in our last four seat or no third quarterback in three years, right? Luke, yeah. Luke. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, and Luke, Gardner and then Luke, now Luke, 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 Tyler, and and uh, and then well, Gardner. I mean starters. Well, Tyler started a, started a game, a bowl, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's amazing though that he, they plugged him in, and that was a. I mean, we got to say that was a pretty neat moment with the Holinsky family, and and that that was that was great. And you saw Leach, um, you know, give that a real hug there. That was cool. So for a guy I, who doesn't want to ever ever show anything. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was a great moment. Um, it was great. Uh, 
players walking off with three raised up in the air and yeah. great to be able to hear their testimonials at the end of the game about how much it is that it meant to them and uh, the way that they had all the seniors walk out to be able to hug the Holinskis was just a really classy and fitting way to be able to do it and it makes up well um, for what was a for all accounts was a missed opportunity from the year before when they did the flag thing and that was all discombobulated you know so yeah, I agree. That was this was a good, uh, yeah, good way to do it. So anyway, um, so when it was what was it fifty four to or fifty three to thirty? What's the score? Fifty three to forty two with four minutes left. Did you think we were done? Honestly, uh, no, I didn't. I I did not. I thought we were probably done, but when we scored with two with a couple minutes to go, I'm like. We got a real. I mean, this is this this is a real shot here. And we had the two timeouts too. I know we don't have the two minute warning in this level of football, but I was like, you know, with two timeouts, they just get a couple stops. It's gonna be okay. So I, I didn't. I had not given up, but I was pretty. I mean, Jesus, that was yeah. It it, it was scene. definitely yeah. I mean, when 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 the ball hit Patman in, in oh. the numbers and then deflects off and it's a pick, it was like, well, we, we we just UCLA yeah. again. Um, Not to that extent, but close. I mean, your points well taken. That was, it felt yeah. like we're here. We go again. Yeah. Well, it was a 21, 29 point quarter. I mean, you know, that's yeah. that's you know that was that was pretty much this. It wasn't the same thing as UCLA. I mean, twenty nine we points up and then twenty nine tw- points then, right? and then and then twenty, you know, twenty points in the third quarter. I mean, what's crazy you know, is they, they got fifty. Oregon State did not score in the third quarter of that game. Yeah. How, I don't yeah. know how that happened. It's amazing. Well, you know, it's the thing is, is that the you kind of saw some of the some of the same things you saw in the Stanford game where there's elements of how it is that the DBs are playing that they're actually improving. I mean, there, there's a lot of times where it just feels like they're actually around the ball. They're kind of flying around. I mean, other teams are making plays. I mean, the thing that, that the defense just continues to do is it just continues to give out, I mean, up so many explosives. I mean, oh. it's just it's just ridiculous. It's and um and you know who knows what it is that they're going to be able to do about that this week i mean um but um but you know they they are you know they they do play well in bits and spurts and so it's you know it's a question of you know whether or not they can you know actually you know put you know four drives together where it is that they're that they don't just give up some you know massive play on the ground or whatever but it's brutal um yeah yeah, I mean, it's, it's the worst defense we've had in a long time. I mean, definitely since before Grinch, we keep saying that, but it's true. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I mean, I, it's just five hundred yards this, six hundred yards that. It's just every week, you know. It's it's um, it's tough. You know, that was the the third quarter. They we did force three punts. It was only three punts they had all game. It was all in the third quarter. It's just weird. Yeah, but we only scored uh, what we scored two touch. Well, we got yeah, we got fourteen points in the third quarter, so we were more consistent than they were, I guess. So we got that going for us, which is good. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean we we yeah. we were in control, and the, and the thing that's interesting is is that you know right before the onside kick thing happened, I was like I was like, well, you know what, Smith's gonna Smith's gonna onside kick here, so I hope we're ready for it. I mean, you could feel that you know at that point in time that they had to kind of regain some offensive momentum they weren't able to stop us. It was like, yes, you know, 
turn the turn the game around by you know by trying to be able to make something happen and of course it hits the guy right in the feet or whatever else it kicks right back to kicks right back to them I mean just like yeah really really well you made a great really? point I think about a week or so ago we were talking about how Shaw plays by the book at Stanford and fourth right. and three he's gonna punt fourth and four he's gonna punt uh Oregon State went for it and fourth down four times but they only yep. converted one one of four yeah. on fourth down. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, but they, but they, you know, the onside kick, I, I mean, they didn't run a bunch of double reverse, you know, trickery bullshit, but they, um, yeah, they, they did not, uh, they did not go conservative. That's for damn sure. So if I'm a B fan though, I, I walk out of that game. I'm like, I don't know if I felt like we blew it more than we just didn't finish. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, my, my brother is, is a diehard Beaver fan and, and he totally wanted to, you know, hang uh, Smith from the, from the tree. I mean, oh, that's crazy. just, that's just, wrong. just, just furious. I mean, that's absolutely wrong. furious. He's, he's got them going in such a positive direction from where they were even a year ago. Oh, it's I, amazing. I, I, they're they're going to yeah, be a pain I, in the ass going forward. I couldn't agree more yeah. but you know it's it's also one of those things where it's like can you argue about the Le- you know the job that leach has done at washington state i think the answer is no but can you like go off the rails about some of his decision making in certain games absolutely oh of course that's, that's what being a <clears throat> yeah. fan is all about but yeah but um but yeah i mean he's he's uh he's doing a, a heck of a job and um and you know from that standpoint alone you know we should probably be rooting for the ducks to lay the wood to him on uh keep them down on saturday just keep them them keep them down yeah i don't Uh, even know where is that game just out of curiosity uh i'm pretty sure it's in eugene really yeah i think i think last year's uh because isn't that the way that it works oregon goes at washington but then they host uh they host the civil war yeah they're hosting the civil war yeah Yeah. on uh saturday yeah saturday at at one o'clock pacific Pacific. is that right yeah yeah Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about the big one. Yeah. I've been putting it off long enough. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll ask you first, what do you think? Um, you know what? I, 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 I said it at the, uh, at the beginning of the year that we were going to win the Apple cup. And, um, and then, you know, three weeks ago, I, uh, said that we, after watching Cal, that there is no way in hell that, uh, that we can win the Apple cup. Um, I said last week that the type of mojo and the type of cockiness that, uh, that we've seen out of, out of max and to a certain extent, Gordo well, is Gordo. the type of, yeah. you know, is the type of, well, in max in the last, you know, yeah. in the post game interview, it's like, you know, what's, you know, you know, I'm going to score a lot. You know, like, yeah. I mean, um, that's that's the type of, of bravado that you that you need when it is that you're trying to be able to you know slay the dragon. I mean, you need to have guys that are that are that cocky um, and that they don't they don't give a rat's ass about anything that's happened previously. They're all about in the moment. They're all about trying to be able to do their thing. Um, and Washington's not very good. Um, and uh, and, you know this is going to be one of those games where, you know, can, can we keep it close? Um, This is a game that if, you know, Washington, I I didn't take the time to be able to write this down. Washington has an, 
abysmal record in games that are decided by a touchdown or less. Something like, you know, over the last like few years, or something like maybe like four and nine or something like that. Huh. I mean, it's it's, it's a that. really it's a really striking number. Um, and, uh, and this group is, you know, is, is just a disaster. So the, you know, the key to the game is, you know, can, can we keep it close? And that really comes down to the age old question. Can we move the ball? And, um, and there's nothing out there, but hope. That would, you know, that provides any type of indication that we're going to be able to do that. I, I, I think, I think it's going to be a, an interesting game. Um, it is not going to shock me if we wind up winning this game for the reasons that I decided. I can't look at our defense and see how it is that our offenses has performed against those kinds of, of, of defenses and say that that we're going to be able to slow them down enough. I think we're going to give up 35 points at least. M- maybe yeah. maybe more. Yeah. Um, but but 35 is assuming that we're moving the ball. Right? Yeah. It'll be worse if we're not. Um but are we going to, you know, do we have a puncher's chance of being able to you know, of being able to score in the thirties against him when we haven't been able to score more than 17. Um, that's going to be the question. And, and, and I will say it again and again and again and again, if they can figure out a way to run the damn football on Friday, I think there's a really good chance they're going to win. And if they don't, it's going to be 49 to 17 all over again, 45, 17, 52, 21, it's going to be that kind of game. Are we going to run the damn football? Yeah. And, you know, Washington hasn't even been great against the run this year. Uh, and they've been, ha- I mean, Colorado went wild on them. Stanford ran the ball really well on them earlier in the year. Um, but they really bottled up the beeves. I mean, that, they held that Oregon State team to seven points in Corvallis. And I, 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 still, I still can't wrap my head around that. Well, they, you know, they were dialed in and they, you know, it was a Thursday night game or Friday night, Friday game, night game or whatever else. It was a blackout. I mean, it was like, you know, that and they was, know Jonathan um, Smith. I mean, they know him what, like the back of their hand. They know him. Yeah. He spent and, those years you know, there. They're, they're going to circle the wagons this week, boy. I mean, there is, is there any doubt that they're going to come out and, and play with, you know, a level of intensity that, that we haven't seen out of them really since the Oregon game. No doubt about it. Yeah. You know, well, and here's um, the thing is that in, in years past, I have made the mistake going into this game by underestimating them based on what they did going into this game. And I, right. I can remember, uh, the, what was it, the 2006 season when even back then when they, they lost to one of the worst that they lost to Stanford, they scored like three points in Husky Stadium against Stanford, but it's one of the worst teams in modern like Ever. Pac-10 history at the time. Yeah, yeah they were, were terrible. terrible. They lost like twenty-one to three or some god. I mean, it's just it was yeah. awful. And they they were starting, you know, I don't remember the guy's name. It's just a backup that uh, God, what was that guy's name? You know what I'm talking about? He went to Wazoo for a year and then transferred to to Washington yeah, to play quarterback. I don't remember, but it was it was, but it, he was replacing Trent Edwards who had gotten hurt in like the second week of of, of that season. No, I'm talking and about Washington's were, quarterback in that in the, right. in the Apple Cup. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, God, who was that guy? You know what I'm talking about? He transferred. Yeah, I do. 
Any, anyway, yeah, yeah, he beat us. I mean, and we were playing. We yep. were six and five going into that game, and it's like, well, we're bowl eligible, but we probably need another win just to make sure because there was a lot of rumors that, the, that if we didn't win, we're not going to make a bowl. So, uh, I've, I've just, you know, and even last year, I didn't think Washington was really that good going into that game, and they kind of did what they did. Um, the other thing, though, and I, I heard some of these stats today. Um, in five Apple Cups, we've turned the ball over 21 times. I guess and this is in the Chris Peterson era. Since 2012, we've turned it over 21 times. Washington's averaged 236 rushing yards per game against us in the last five years. We've only thrown five touchdowns to 12 picks. We've never broken 20 points. We've never even broken 300 yards against them in five years. And I mean, you know, and then you, you remember back what Connor was saying a couple of weeks ago about how dialed in Jimmy Lake is with stealing the, the hand signals. We know how well coached they are for what we do. Now they're not, they don't bring it every week, but they don't play us every week either. They, they, they have struggled with teams who have been able to run the ball this year. They're, I think they're averaging over 170 yards allowed per game rushing. So they're not what they used to be running, the, you know, the rushing defense, but they just, they're so well, they're so well coached for what we do. They're so familiar with what we do. And I am utterly convinced that we will absolutely not change anything that we always do going into this game. I don't, I like, I keep going back to what Connor keeps saying. Leach does not change week to week because it goes against everything he believes in. We're going to, we're going to come out. We're going to run the same plays we always run. And hope that somehow we break a bunch of tackles and they slip and fall or they blow coverages or whatever. But it's going to be more of the same, I, I think. I just Well, the, 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 the one caveat is that – or the one potential reason for hope is that, you know, we saw obviously about how it was in the game ended on, uh, on Saturday night with the – with the decision to, to, to check down to Max both times, right? I mean, they, they had a run play call when it was that Oregon State called a timeout and then came back out and then checked into the run again. So they certainly – Well, there was a pass to Arcanado was the call, but they checked – Right, yeah. right, but they checked they, – right, Gordon they checked, checked into, into it. it. Right, yeah. right. Um, but my, yeah, so one time was, was that they were going to run. The second time they, they, they called a pass play that they ran. So it was like you can see that there is an orientation to run. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I think that, you know, the Cal game was so utterly discouraging. And, um, but, you know, last year we played in a freaking blizzard. Yeah. And we really didn't get to see about how this arsenal of wide receivers – is potentially able to to stack up and you know the the, the big thing is you know how quick are we going to be um and um and i think that there's a there's a there's a chance that we could be quick i think that you know you got you, you have to against washington you have to attack the line of scrimmage <clears throat> and you know you can do that on the ground you can do that through the air but you have to attack the line of scrimmage and uh, because if you're sitting back there holding the ball, you're just going to get everybody's going to get teed off on. Right. Sure. So um, so we'll see about, you know, about whether or not we're quick. And um, and again, you know, it's both both of these rivalry games, <clears throat> Civil War and, 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 and the Apple Cup, 
are games that that in terms of you know the hidden um the hidden weapon of of it's it's not you know momentum but it's you know who who has got the underlying psychological edge as the game goes on it's for both it's for the underdogs in both games if it's close um, you know? Yeah, and so it's, you know, it, it, it really is. And we said the same thing last year, too. It's like you don't have – you have hope. You can have confidence. Um, but belief is something that's generated from, you know, your experience, you know, in the moment. And we'll see if, if, if this team is, is, is able to hang in there and start to develop that belief. Um, because it, you know, in, in everybody's minds, there's doubts. Of course. Um, and so, so it'll be interesting to be able to see about you know whether or not there's any you know point in the game where it is that you, you know that we can feel like oh my gosh you know we really do have a chance and you can start to see the kids on the sidelines and you're like oh you know they they think they can win this thing. Um, and th- and that to me is 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 uh, is what I think will will make it a game that I will uh, as as I do every year. I will be really, really excited for the start of the game. Um, and we'll see about whether or not that excitement turns to, you know, anything but dread, you know, five minutes in like it does every year. So, right. Well, I just, I mean, I understand what you're saying about belief. I mean, I understand that. And I understand confidence with athletes comes and goes, especially young players. But what I don't grasp is what's going to be different. I don't, I, I, I can, they can believe all they want to believe, but if we're going to run the same stuff that we always run against these guys and they're just sitting there waiting for it and they know every hand signal, they know everything we do, they know every route, what's going to change? Are well, we just going my, to do four-yard game see, my, four yard my, game? My, my point is, is that belief is, is built, it can only be built, you know, in the moment by having success. And so, um, and so I, I think that there's confidence. I think there's hope. I don't think that there's any way that this team has belief there. You know, belief is going to have to be something that's going to have to be earned on the football field. And, you know, like, like you, like you said, I mean, if you, if you just look at what it is that we've done against that defense and you look at about what it is that all offenses have done against our defense, yeah. it's just, it, it's, it's, it's just hard to find, a scenario that's any better than 38 to 20 them. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems like, I mean, seems that, about right. that, that should be the score. Right. So, um, but you know, this, the team is so good offensively and they really are that good and they haven't been on the road, No, but you know, they finished up the home slate averaging 54 points a game against teams in conference. And you can say, well, they didn't play. The teams that they played weren't very good. I don't care. No, that's they a lot played, of yeah. I mean, you know, they played their, their four conference games, and they averaged 54 points a game. No, it's great. So, yeah. you know, that's the, that's the deal. And, um, and, and we'll see, you know, is, is, is Jacob Eason going to come out? And is he going to, you know, play the, the type of game that he played, you know, against BYU where he looks like he's a first rounder or is he, you know, is he going to be a total chump? Well, I think, I mean, if you want to talk what, I mean, I, I think the way, the only way to beat these guys this week, I think is just sell out against the run and do everything you possibly can to get pressure on e- on Eason, somehow get in his face and make him move 
just keep him as, as uncomfortable as he possibly can. And he's shown that he can be uneven at best. He, he, he didn't even look at against, I mean, they, yeah, they beat Oregon state, but 19 to seven and they, they got to him that defense, which you called a sieve, which a lot of people have done very, very well against Oregon state. They scored 19 points. So it's not like they waltzed up and down the field against the defense that we they, just put you 54 know, four on Washington's offensive line has absolutely freaking killed us and dominated us, especially their ability to be able to, you know, scheme against our over-aggressiveness and run the football down our freaking throats. That offensive line for the past couple years has not been a good pass-blocking offensive line. If you put them in third and long – they're gonna struggle. So you're right. It's it, it, you know it's it's yeah, the third know, down put, percentage is pretty poor. I think this you year. Know, yeah, I mean, you put ten guys in the box or whatever else, and you try to be able to get them third and long, and then you know you basically say we're gonna freaking bring the house, um, and uh, and we're gonna try to be able to get in this guy's face because you know as big as he is and as powerful as his arm is and all that kind of stuff, he is. Um, he's just not very accurate. And especially when it pressured, he's just not very accurate. You know, the worst team in the Pac-12 is this year on third down? Huskies, right? 35%. Yeah. Uh, just slightly behind Cal. We're right. We're actually not that great either. We're eighth, 42%. But, um, yeah, they're the worst third down team in the conference this year, which is amazing. What do you think it's going to be Saturday? Saturday, I mean Friday, like what sixty percent? <laughs> yeah, fifty-eight. 58 you know 58. that's the thing, though. I think the Beavs were um, what was they were five of thirteen. They were thirty-eight percent on third down, and twenty-five yeah. percent on fourth down. So it wasn't like they were even, you know. I, I would take thirty-eight percent and twenty-five percent any day of the week, but yeah, never mind the six hundred yards and the explosives, you know, coming out our ass. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the 193 yards rushing on uh, 5.8 per attempt. I mean, yeah, they were just, man, oh, man. Yeah, what a weird, ga- what a weird game. But enough of that. Um, yeah, so anyway, but that's, that's my recipe. That plus I think we're going to be, you know, that's the other thing about the Oregon State game. What do we have, five turnovers or four? Was it three picks and two fumbles? Yeah, I think so. It was, yes, it was th- – uh, it was uh, three fumbles, two lost. Is that right? And Gordo threw three picks. So we had five giveaways. We only we took it away, what, uh, once? Yeah, we had we had we so we were what minus uh, minus four in that game. Yeah, and boy oh boy, you could feel it with that with that justice dropped interception that you can oh, just feel God. you could feel that that was the Huge. ball game right there and you could feel when he dropped it, it was like that's going to be consequential yes you could feel it yeah, yeah that was a huge drop but again then, yeah. then then you go back to our history against peterson 21 turnovers in five games that's a lot of turn that's a lot of giveaways with a lot of different guys playing quarterback a lot of different guys playing receiver a lot of different running backs and that's a lot of mistakes that it's very difficult to beat a team like that when you're averaging what four plus per game, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we I think we we have to be plus three, I would say, to win this game. Whether that's you know we turn it over twice, we take it away five times, or some weird you know strip sack here, 
fumbled punt there, something crazy. And I know that's very cliche to say stuff like that, but I, I, um, I can't, I can't envision doing the same thing we've been doing year in and year out, game in and game out and expecting a different outcome. I just, I just can't see it. So what's your score or do you have one? Either we win a close one or we get blown out is probably what you're going to say. <laughs> what I say every year. That's, yeah. What you say every yeah. week, not every year. I think you're either yeah. going to win a close one or we're going to get run. Um, <laughs> I'm just know, giving last, you a time. No, I know. I mean, last year, I think the, the last post that I wrote on the blog, um, you know, <laughs> and trying, to, trying to predict the score, which, of course, I predicted us to win. Start started off with with like a ba- with a baseline score, um, and then and then I you know I adjusted it based on you know all of the you know factors of course that were all running in our favor, which is how it is that you know led me to predict a win. Um, but I think that the score that I started off with was something along the lines of like twenty eight to seventeen Washington or something like that. Um, you were close, which was, which was really close to yeah. what the final score was, and so. Um, I think that 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 this game feels like thirty eight twenty, yeah. Um, and um, I was going to go. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, and 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 you know, I I, I do think that I am one hundred percent, and and that's based on everything that we've seen about our team this year, and everything that we've seen about how it is that our team does historically against Jimmy Lake and that defense. And so that to me is just like the objective thing. I don't, and I'm not trying to be able to, you know, to sit on the fence on this one. I don't prescribe to the idea that this is an automatic, that we don't have any chance. I think that this team has a very good chance. I think they're good enough to be able to win the game. And I think that psychologically, I think Washington's in in a bad spot and we have for the first time in a long time found ourselves in a situation where it is that we're an underdog that has nothing to lose. That's the beauty of this is it to me, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we can lose this game and be like, Oh, well we're six and six or seven and five. Congratulations. We'll see you in the cheese bowl or whatever, whatever we're going. Right. It's, it's not, we're not five and six and like, please find a way, you know? It's so it's such a weight off, and that could be such a game changer for for the psyche of nineteen, twenty, and twenty one year olds, or whatever they are. Big time, you yeah. know. It's just like nothing to lose, nothing to lose. everything to House gain. Money. You yeah. know, it's like let's break, let's break the curse, let's do it, let's go out by beating you, Dub. You know, it's you know if we if we don't, we don't. We're able to you know to to continue the you have another you know, game the, the bull streak you're gonna we get another game. Out of it. <laughs> you're gonna get swag <laughs> yeah we might go, to vegas, might go to vegas might go to vegas if we lose you know yeah. it's it's like so yeah yeah i, I 38 20 um but yeah. i am i'm gonna i'm gonna sit down like i do every year i'm gonna be optimistic i'm gonna be excited well, I'll be excited too. And I'll be nervous, even though I'm saying now, oh, it doesn't matter. Of course, it's going to matter on Friday. But uh, I'm going 41 19. That's a good score. I think I see a lot of Blake Moss in this game, a lot of field goals. But uh, I think it's going to be pretty frustrating, actually. So um, I so just, until you, I'm so convinced otherwise. Is, is it going to be a 41 19 circa 
um, the 42-17 loss in 2015, where it's actually a game in the third quarter, and then they kind of, you know, break uh, our hearts. And yes. Kind of... I, think that might, okay. I think we might hang around in this for right. a little while. And then the floodgates will open when we'll, we'll fumble once or twice, we'll throw a pick, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get behind by seven or ten points, and it's like, ah, fuck it, go deep. You know, that whole – that meme that used to be a thing back yeah. in the day – Start throwing it down the field and forcing the action that just isn't there, and they're waiting for it. They're licking their chops, playing their cover two, and man underneath and grab and hold and getting home with three guys. I mean, I've seen it so many times. I just, I'm, I'm just, it's just nauseating. So I know it sounds like a, a defeated wuss when I say stuff like that, but it's like, show me otherwise. Show me what's different in the last five years, and I, I can't find it. So, well, you know, the the thing is, is that you know we're gonna see it right off the bat. But you know, we talk about you know the the battle for belief. The place where it is a belief is going to be won in this game is our offensive line. And, you know, are those guys going to come out right off the bat and are they going to punch the Huskies in the mouth? Are we going right. to run max? We Are, are we going to, you know, run some screens, you know, run some tunnel screens or whatever else? Are we going to go out there and are we going to punch them in the mouth? And that that's where that's where the game's going to turn. Um, and, you know, Leach had the great the great quote, at, you know, at the end of uh, of of the last game where he said, you know, that 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 uh, that we're what tough and dumb, which is better than soft and smart, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, that's a great line. Um, <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see about whether or not you know they can come out and assert themselves um, as being a tougher team. And if and if they do that, it, it will be it will be very it will be very very interesting. Even bigger than that, too, and I remember, I think it was Alex Brink who said this a year or so ago, how do you respond when you get punched in the mouth? Right. Are, are you going to hit back? Right. And that's the thing where we have not responded when they've been punched in the mouth or Washington's right. done, something huge has happened for them. We have not been able to answer. And even last year, you can go back and, I mean – the, the Gaskin run that put the game away essentially, but we also had, that game was not over yet. We still had the ball and Washington got it right back and had an eight minute drive to end the game. You know, I mean, it's like, and I know I, I, I hate to, Oh, the weather, this, that, and the other thing. And of course it had a big impact on what we do anyway, but um, they just never could make that big play last year. And that was, a, we had a really good team last year and they just could not find a way. Yeah, so, yeah I, I'll, I'll I'll fall on the sword on the weather thing for that. I, it will forever. Oh, it'll forever. It'll forever haunt me. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it's going to be cold. The weather's supposed to be nice, though, right? Isn't it supposed to be nice on Friday? Um, it, you know, it's it's been there was some uh some forecasts. We've been getting rain today. I'm in the Mill Creek area, so I mean, not that far away from Seattle. So um, if I look at a five day, um. Yeah, sunny and clear. I mean, c- cold. Uh, the high is only 39 on Friday. Perfect. So, and then, you know, the game's at midday. So, yeah, it's probably going to be in the low to mid-30s. Yeah, and but sunny. Yeah, so no precipitation. And not Fantastic. even windy either, like five miles an hour or less. It says. So, yeah, I'll take that. It's uh, fantastic. Yeah. Is, Bro- is, Bro- is Brock going to call it? Oh, I have no idea. Probably. Probably, yeah. And just the excuse machine of, of Jacob Eason. Oh. Weight of the world in his shoulders. It looks like me when I played. Nobody asked. (laughs) God bless him. I love. Actually, I really like Brock. I I I do too. I really do like him. I'm I'm first team all Brock. I'm not sure I'm going to listen to Brock for the Apple Cup, but I I am I'm first team all Brock. So any quick Apple Cup memories for before we go? 
that you want to <sighs> share? Anything personal? Anything? Any good stories? Anything? Um, <laughs> you know, I, so I, many. There's so there's from so a long many. time ago. And for a long time ago, far, I, you know, I, our 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 trip to Pullman in 1994 uh, was will forever um live in, in infamy you know with us you know hitting the field afterwards snatching the pylon be you know hazing uh captain bug eyes and little nippy all all day and um i think and that, you congratulated uh, you walked up and congratulated mike price for taking the michigan state job state job and he yeah, mentioned yeah. it on the radio at the uh, game yes, he did. someone yes, he just did. came up and said I know, some alum some alum just came up <laughs> i guess i got the michigan, michigan state, state job, job. <laughs> But that was a hot yeah. rumor at the time. I remember that. That yeah, or it, Illinois, or there was a, there was a real legit rumor going around at that time. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I would say that um, that my 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 greatest Apple Cup memory um, is still the nineteen ninety seven of course um, game, and you know, going out. That morning, I went for a huge run, watched Ohio State, Michigan, um, super excited when Michigan won because it meant that, you know, the number one team in the country is going to be playing in the Rose Bowl. And that was just, you know, added to everything. And but I was so nervous that I essentially just shotgunned like six beers, like within like the first like three minutes of the game. And so I was so drunk (laughs) and so (laughs) And so nervous. And I just, you know, I remember just, you know, I, I remember, you know, the because um, didn't USC have to beat UCLA or something or, you, you know, UCLA had to beat USC um, that, because Arizona State was still like was still lurking as being Within a factor. Right. Yeah. 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 So, I, I, you know, so I remember, you know, what, having the, you know, the highlights coming on and seeing that, that UCLA was taking care of business, which, you know, meant that that for sure that the game was going to wind up being decider. And I just, you know, when, when the, when the, when the clocks hit, you know, zero and we there it was, you know, 41, 35, I just, you know, I just was there in the middle of uh, that time, my, my apartment uh, in Sacramento. And I just, I like sobbed for like an hour. Like oh, I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't believe that, you know, that, that, it, that the day had actually come where 67 years of, futility had been erased in that in my lifetime, you know, my school was going to the Rose bowl. It was, it was the most amazing. It was, it was the most amazing experience and it'll never be eclipsed. You know, that first, that first time it was just, it was just amazing. Yeah. It can't be eclipsed. I, I, I can't imagine a yeah. better day. Uh, you know, of course I was at that game. Um, I was with my brother-in-law and about, 40 of his UW friends and my sister and, and uh, my, my now wife and our good friend, Brandon was sitting next to me. We were right on the 50 yard line in the second deck, just unbelievable seats. And it was, it was excruciating (laughs) because you're just deep in the bowels of Husky stadium, purple and gold everywhere you see. And they are just talking shit left and right. And they, they wanted to beat us so bad that day. I mean, they wanted that game. And they and they were they were a damn good football team, and that was a football team that was in the top ten for most of the year. Yeah, they were, and then they lost to UCLA yeah. the week prior and yep. got beat up physically, kind of with it too. And I remember before the game, Jason Chorak and Ryan Lee were just talking shit to each other like ten yards away on the field. Before the, I mean, it was just an electric atmosphere. And then somebody I remember seeing later, there was that leaf flag 
And that turned out that was not anything to do with the school or the cheerleaders or anything. It was just a couple of guys went out there with the flag and they let them on the field the whole game. <laughs> they were waving a leaf flag. They weren't even part of the school or anything. I think they were just a couple students, but I thought that was great. Um, it was the first time I'd ever seen that flag. I was like, what's that? I'd, I'd never seen that before. But um, but I remember, um, I think it was 41-27 where we're like, we're going to win this game. <laughs> we're going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And... Um, Washington scored a really late touchdown with like just a few seconds left. And Jerome Pathon went, he shoved uh, Tory Holloman or Lamont Thompson, somebody, he shoved him in the back, like knocked him five yards out of the way to catch the ball in the end. So it was the most blatant offensive PI I've ever seen. It was essentially a Hail Mary. And of course they didn't call it. And then I think Washington got the two point conversion too. And we're like, yeah, like 10 seconds left. You're like, Oh my God, what if we blow this? And of course the onside kick just kicked it right to, to one of our guys. And and I remember watching our sideline go bananas and price was like looking around and like jumped into the arms of somebody. I, I, and you could see it from where we were like, he could, it was, it was an unbelievable emotion. And I cried after the game too. And I had a cell phone at the time. (laughs) And I think I, I may have tried to call you. I, I called my mom. You, 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 did, you did call me. You yeah. Did call me. I was balling. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, people are, yeah. you know, sad Husky fans are looking at me like, you idiots, get a life. But I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> 67 years. This is unbelievable. We went, we, you know, Luke, Luke Skywalker beat Darth Vader. You know, we went into the house of, of horrors and, uh, pulled it off so yeah and the and the infamous you know ending to it where it is that 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 mr heward you know was was sat there in the in the tunnel and shaking everybody's hand as, as they went yep. out i mean pure um, class pure yeah. class yeah and said he needed to be better and it was on him and uh he admired leaf and the whole thing yeah absolute class the way the way he handled that game so um yeah that, that was an amazing day and of course the 98 rose bowl itself was unbelievable too i was lucky enough to be there and of course we lost, but I remember, I remember looking around the crowd thinking we're never going to be bad again. <laughs> we have arrived, seen 40,000, you know, crimson pom-poms in unison. Like we look like an SEC school or something crazy, you know? And then we, what do you do the next year? We go three and nine <laughs> defeated in the Pac-12. Yeah. So, oops. <laughs> That's the point of that. It can change in a heartbeat. So it sure can. And, so, um, yeah. And one, you know, one last thing, since uh, sometimes we get clipped, we go over uh, too yeah. far over an hour, is that, you know, the reminder, um, because, you know, Apple Cups tend to be painful, but um, this could be it. This could be the end. This is the last game that Mike Leach coaches. Well, so, I was going to ask um, you, what are you, what are you, what are, what are you putting the odds at right now that this is his last game at Washington State? 40%. Yeah. Do you think, and, and has that gone up? in the last couple of weeks like were you would you be at, at like 25 percent a couple of weeks ago or are you, are yes, you hovering yes, at 40? Okay. yeah you know I, I it's gone up um and i think that um you know it's gone up because of the fact that um that he's now you know gotten us bull eligible and um and that's a really impressive deal and there's um arkansas would <laughs> like to be bull eligible right now Arkansas would love to be bowl yeah. <laughs> eligible. Um, you know, the, the one thing that kind of got me, um, uh, you know, I, I, getting silly season is, is pretty much the end of, of my ability to concentrate on, on anything. But, um, you know, Shiano, uh, in not yeah. taking the, the Rutgers job, there's a lot of rumor 
um, nationally and also around here that Moorhead uh, at Mississippi State may be very interested in, the, in that in that Rutgers job. Um, that would potentially, and you know, have to see about what happens. But that could potentially, and depending on what happens with uh, with Muschamp and whatever else, and and maybe uh, uh, Stoops over in Kentucky, there could be a lot of SEC jobs that wind up popping open here um, in relatively short order. And um, and you know, Mississippi State had had a obviously a chance to be able to hire Leach the last time. Um, but the thing is with Mullen, um, you know, they now, you know, they're now realizing that, that the eight and fours with Dan Mullen was a pretty good deal for them and boy, they pay him. Um, and so there's money to be able to throw out, you know, 5.5 a year for a head coach. Um, and that's, you know, kind of the, the, the deal that that's going to be there for a lot of those, a lot of those jobs. So. Okay. Um, so that's why I go, I go, I go 40 now. Just a big, a big part of that is because of the availability of some pretty decent jobs that are going to come open sooner rather than later. <laughs> that are going to, that, that are going to pay because yeah. I think that the, the deciding factor for Leach is that he's either going to go to a blue blood that's going to enable him to be able to compete for a championship. Or if he leaves, it's going to be because of the fact that he got, you know, $2 million extra a year in, in, in money. How could you blame um, him to get out of this clown show of the Pac-12, the way this conference handles on-the-field stuff on a weekly basis, the way the refs are with us specifically? Leach has been unhappy with the conference for a while. He may just want to be like, see, you wouldn't want to be a – so yep. I, I don't blame him a bit. Yep, so that's why 40%. I think the, the 60% yeah. that I think that he's going to stay is because of the fact that I think that, I think that Leach has, has – Oh, you think 40% chance he's going 60-40 he stays – uh, sixty forty stays. Okay, got it. So you're leaning. You're a lean that he's staying. I still think okay. that he's going to stay. I think that Leach likes being Leach, and Leach knows that Leach is, has the ability to be Leach uh, in Pullman and doesn't have that as a guarantee anywhere else. Right, and it's not even close. Okay, I was. I. I and I'll just wrap it up by saying I was probably seventy five twenty five. He was leaving three weeks ago. I'm. I hate to be a prisoner of the moment, but I think it's probably to me it's fifty fifty. Okay. I think there's there's going to to your points there's going to be some really good opportunities out there and he's going to look awfully damn attractive that he brought us back to a bowl game in a really down year, you know. So and he graduates his kids and all the other blah 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 stuff that we can get into some other day. But um, yeah, I think I think uh, and I think he's ready for a new chapter. I, I think at his age and what he's accomplished here, what he's accomplished before that at Texas Tech, I think he's ready for phase three of whatever that that means. So. Um, there you go. All right, All right. Man. Well, and obviously we did not have Connor tonight. There's some things didn't work out on his end. We're, um, we're going to hope that, and connect with him soon, maybe after the, the Apple cup, right. Possibly oh yeah. Over the weekend oh, yeah. or some, oh, some yeah. point soon, either Saturday or Sunday, we will be, uh, we'll be back with, uh, with CH and, uh, We'll be able to talk about that game, and and we will be squarely at that point, right in the silly season. And, yes, win, uh, lose, win or lose, we're in. Silly win or lose, we're we're right there. Yeah. So it's gonna it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a hell of an episode. All right, man. Have a good uh, have a good rest of your week, and happy Thanksgiving, and go Kooks. Happy right. Thanksgiving. Let's win this freaking Apple Cup. Go yes, Kooks, please. Go All Kooks. right, take bye, care. Bye.